Hey, Peter. Yes. Are you resolved to resolve yourself? Uh, I'm feeling resolute. I'm feeling ready to resolve. Yes, I'm ready. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Music advice coming at you right now. Coming at you right now. Brought to you by Open Studio. Go to openstudiojazz.com. To make it happen, Peter, we're over there practicing every day at the Daily Guided Practice Session. That's right. So hit us up over there. Uh, But today, we're going to get right into it because I want to talk about something that we do talk about actually every day over there. And I thought we could have a little fun today with five chords, seven levels of the five, seven chord. Peter, you know how important a nice resolution is going from the five to the one. Uh, and so I thought we can kind of go through seven different versions of the five chord and uh, just talk about the differences. I love it. Uh, question for you. Yeah. I've already got a question. Why seven? Because we <laughs> have traditionally done lists of seven. Yes. And I thought it would be a nice tight way to integrate our new format into our old format. So a list of seven, but I've got a ton of examples queued up here. We've got we've got a PDF that we'll include a link here That's in right. the uh, podcast description. And here for our YouTube folks, uh, we've got images, PDFs. You can get it right there in, des- in the description here on YouTube as well. So And look, I've got my own PDF here, but... Full full disclosure, this is an episode of Discovery because I'm looking at this for the first time. That's This is the first time you're seeing it. Yes, you are just going to add some flavor to this because you know more about dominant chords than anybody. So I chose dominant chords today, Peter, because there are so many of them. Yes. I can't think of another kind of chord where there are so many variables and options. Uh, and to me, it, was, it can be a little confusing. At least when I was a young musician, it was about yeah. what what is what. And how do I use a flat nine or a sharp nine or an yes. altered or you know augmented or what are all those things and how can we use them? Yeah. So I thought we'd give just a brief tutorial of maybe seven of sort of the beginner levels of dominant chords. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I was also sim- similarly confused as a young lad uh, growing up about, what, 27 miles or so and about 10 years before you in the greater St. Louis area on 7th dominant seventh chords yeah but i think that that also speaks to the possibilities the transitional nature the power the possibilities of different places that it can go and resolve like when we were joking at the beginning about resolving so many different directions the same types of chords can resolve such an important chord and such a fun chord both for improvising for accompanying for usage in composing for usage in um Asian cooking? No, maybe not for that, but many other things though, right? <laughs> yeah, these these are so versatile and we'll see here just in like the first couple of levels, we'll see some examples where these are used in the same different chords are used in in many different ways. Yes. So, let's get to it. Let's go with number 1 here. All right. Number 1, as you'll see uh, in the PDF and here on screen on YouTube is what we'll call the average Amadeus. Check it out. Average Amadeus. I'm checking it. I'm checking it. Right? Mm-hmm. Heard that before? Sound familiar? 
Well, that that's not the dominant chord. <laughs> No, that was the, the next phrase, though. That, that was the next phrase. That's yeah. the next phrase. But yeah, this is the Go very. Ahead. Oh, he's got it. He's got it. So this is the very what we'll call the average Amadeus. This is the basic Bob yeah. of dominant chords. This is just a five seven chord. Yeah. There's no nine on it. There's no alterations to the extensions. Yes. There's nothing crazy to it. It's just literally a dominant seventh chord here. Uh, of course, this is the Mozart piano sonata number sixteen. It's just literally C major. That's our one yeah. to the five seven. That's our five. Yeah. Back to the one. Now, this isn't, of course, only used in classical music. Uh, this is used all the way up until modern day through modern pop music uh, used on hits even up to this year. Uh, but some of the most well-known pop songs of all time. Like, uh, what do you know about this one? Hey, you don't make it bad. Take a side Right, key of F, I think. Yep. Yeah. So F to C to C seven. Yes. Right. That dominant seven. Yep. Back to F. And again, the structure here, as you can see, is literally just. Uh, if we have our, we'll go back to the key of C. If we yep. have our tonic here. The structure is just one, three, five, seven. That's it. Yeah. And various inversions. I honestly think, Peter, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. This is one of the most difficult versions for your average jazz musician to get sounding good. Yes, I would I would absolutely agree on that because you get into well, as we get into the higher levels, do we we rely on that to give the drama mm. uh to give the flavor to give the that that nuance of of different things, you know. And to give it the drama. But with this you have to really just rely on that innate sense of uh you know, harmonic resolution like there's nothing ironic about it there's nothing mysterious about what it's doing so whatever musicality and drama that you bring to it you need to bring it in another way than the harmony that's right and i actually think if you haven't spent much time getting these together in various uh closed and open voicings in inversions there's a lot to be learned mm. from this chord uh with the bass in different yeah. places like thinking about Ooh. We'll There's play that so one there. That from the four to the three, yeah, four to the three is a various ways that you can make this. This is what makes the dominant chord so versatile is it really does go between this tonic and everything else. Yep. So that's that's it. That's our level one. Our first level of the five seven chords is literally the five seven. Yep. Now, <laughs> next up is what we're calling the high five. High five. The high five has literally a raised fifth. Yes. It has no seventh, as you see here. It can have a seventh, and we'll talk about that. But the very first version that we'll talk about is literally just here. If we have a G augmented, yeah. G, B, and, and D sharp, right? The raised yep. fifth. Now, this resolves to that E of C. Yep. And that's how it's usually used. Yep. Check this out. I have an example here. This is Louis Armstrong, West End Blues. Lewis Armstrong. West End Blues. Bam. Bam. Lewis. <laughs> it's coming. Born in New Orleans, Louisiana. <laughs> Parish of Orleans. The great Lewis Armstrong, West End Blues. Yeah. 
right here. So that B flat yeah. augmented chord, right? Going straight to our E flat major. Yeah. Yep. And you know what's great about that one is you've got and I don't think is there a seventh in there? Maybe somebody's playing. I don't think so. I don't think so. I'll back it up just a hair. I mean here. it certainly fits, but it, it Yeah, somebody is playing it. One person yeah. is, yeah. But that's not even really what it's really about is like that's yeah. That's a leading tone of the blues that's about to come. That's what's a great thing. Here's a tune that I hear you play a lot, which implies uh, the same sort of thing, going from that mm. that sharp five to that third of the one. Yep. Mm. That's Professor Longhair mm. with Big Chief. Does the same kind of thing. You hear... You hear Oscar Peterson do this kind of thing all the time. Yep. Then there's another variable of this. Uh, Thelonious Monk might use a sharp five, but he'll use it with the whole tone scale. Yes. So you get, and I don't have an example for this, but I know you know all about this. Right? As yep. the five chord going to a one can be like the variable. Yeah. Well, it's almost like connect. I, I, I would say it, it's almost like a connecting the dots situation with with Thelonious Monk or any time, like if you're taking the whole tone scale with that, with the high five, you're just connecting the dots that are already there with the other whole tones. Does that make sense? It makes perfect yeah. sense. So yeah. that's Anytime, level like two. You're taking the whole tone that's scale the, uh, with, that, with the high five. Oh, shoot. Sorry, You're everybody. just connecting the That's level two. Yes. That is the high five. Level three is diminishing returns. Okay. So now is where we get into some straight ahead jazz stuff, some really, you know, past 1950 stuff. Oh, can we just jump back real quick yeah. to the second? Because I, I know this is, I haven't even looked ahead. Back to the high five, just to let folks know in case you're thinking, oh, that's just a flat nine. It's really not. This is different than, mm. like, if you had this sort of G7, are we on G? Yeah. Like G, dominant seven, third, flat 13, seventh. It's not a flat 13. It's not a flat 13. No. It's like E flat. And, and I'm not talking about the N harmonic difference. We're not so much worried about that. We're talking about function. Because this is really. Okay, sorry. Just so wanted, good. So wanna... good. Okay, so back to number three is diminishing, diminishing returns. returns. Now this is we call this diminishing returns. This is a a a thirteen flat nine chord or just the flat nine chord, and this could actually have a sharp nine in it as well. I yeah. consider this like a diminished scale harmony or yep. based off of that sort of sound, right? This yeah. diminished this. So if we're going to see here, it's like a B diminished shape. Now here, the voicing I have as an example. I love that voicing. Yeah. That's like a classic flat nine voicing. Yeah. You can hear this in a few places, like maybe this. Mm. Oh, yeah. There. Yeah. There. Yeah. And that's why I think Sorry. you're saying with the diminished, why you would lead to the sharp nine possibly as a situation that's... Someone over the F, right? Totally, totally. Check out this one too. Here's an example of a head that uses flat nine chords all over the place. One of the greatest in jazz history here.
Strokes is playing a flat nine with the snare drum on that damn Damn right he is. Man. So especially all over that bridge yep. is a bunch of diminished scale, kind yeah. of diminished shapes for sure, flat nine yep. harmony. So that's our level three diminishing returns. Those are, again, you can check that out, based off of like diminished scale harmony, a G half whole diminished scale harmony. Although that's not always what you, the scale you could use, but that's definitely one that you would, uh, you would uh, deploy as you like to deploy, say. Right. Yeah. And I think these are good for like, um, if you think about maybe, uh, I don't know, um, trying to hear these, you know, I, I know you like to talk about with the ear training, you know, identifying intervals based upon different songs that you would know the parts of the melodic line. But I always think for these, That kind of, even though you could, that's the, that's, what is that? What's new? What's yeah. new? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even though you could say, like, this will start to give you the idea about the different levels that we've already done. This is average Amadeus. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And then high five. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then, but here we're, and none of these are right or wrong. They're just different options. But for the situation, this one of the three we've had so far for for the beginning of what's new maybe your best option and this is what the, the third on top going to the root beautiful it's beautiful but wait till you hear level seven <laughs> whoa <laughs> bam wait till you hear level seven all right okay let's do it so level four level our four. fourth level of our our five seven chords yes. is the blue nine. This is the blue sharp nine. nine. This is specifically the sharp nine. This isn't the altered. This isn't the diminished scale. Yeah. This is a, a very specific sound, Peter. And I actually I differentiate this differentiate this between those other two. Check this out. This is all blues from Miles Davis. Who? There's that yeah. sharp nine. Isn't that great? Again, there. This is a G blues, so yeah. he uses this this sharp nine here. I mean, that that actually is kind of an altered thing. But check it out. How about John Coltrane on Cousin Mary? These are a series of sharp nine chords going to A flat. Wait, can we before you play yeah. it? Can we just talk about? So one element of this because you've got. Like in your example, we got the sharp nine on top, and like you were saying with the inversions, makes such a difference. On that, we got Miles. I think uh, Cannonball and Trainer down here, maybe, and then Miles is here. So you've got the. It really adds to that blues feel because he's up on the fifth. So you got that sharp nine beneath it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then that that still is kind of lingering there. That third. Now it doesn't sound very bluesy when I sing it in that register. But think about somebody hip singing it. That sounds pretty good, though. That, that's more my register there. But that's why the inversions matter so much with these. Well, th I think this is why I think of this specific shape, right? This shape as the sharp nine sound, right? Yeah. That's very much that chord. Yeah. Check out John Coltrane. This is Cousin Mary, second track off of Giant Steps.
love this head so much. Yeah. But that second chord, that E flat sharp nine, that's all about that Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. That's I mean I know that's after this, but <laughs> really, I never knew Train was so influenced by Jimmy Hendrix. No, but it's that that's maybe the like other way around. Foxy yeah. Lady is like I think the most so wait, famous example of the stup- sharp nine that there stupid is. Stupid question for me. Yeah. Okay, what is the time? Count this off for the melody, just so because I, I always get confused on this. So it's like one, two, one, two, three, da, or is it one, two, one, two, three, four, ten, two, three, da, three, four, that one. Two, okay, yeah. So. Regardless, what's important on that is the timing. I mean, this chord, I agree. I love it, especially that register. Come on. Mm-hmm. But the timing of it, of where it lays in that quarter note syncopation with these kind of dominant chords really makes a difference. So on the the Miles Davis example, it was very much on the one. There wasn't really any syncopation. It was just like right at the top of the measures in the three. Yeah. This one was like, uh, go, yeah. So there's that little delayed thing with this, yeah. and then you hear the way—is this PC on here? Yeah. Yeah. The way he's the way he stop, you know, he staggers the walking and stuff. That all works together. Yeah. 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 Oh, so great, so great. And this is also, of course, all over Blue Train. This is a very common. And again, I think of the sharp nine as that shape. Yes. Right. You have the the third seven, and then just the sharp nine, like. Anything else, and we'll get into the altar, which is next, our next okay. level, level number five. We're All calling right. the kitchen sink because some people describe the altered chord and the altered scale is everything is flat and sh- or sharp, yes. except for the root. Right. <laughs> right. Okay, I'm trying to read that. What do we have? Okay. Oh. Oh no, I've got it right here. I just got. I have a little. Oh, I like it. Just a little voicing that might really uh, imply strongly the altered. Yeah. So what I think is interesting already about this, this is not something I play a lot, like that actual voice. Me either, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, why you got it on here? Well, because no, I, I couldn't do two, because <laughs> yeah. I think about more yeah. this combination of yeah. those triads. But what's so great about this is it's a very- Why you got it on there? Why'd you do it then? <laughs> If you take away the sharp 11, or that you have it as a flat of fifth, I guess that's probably right, flat of fifth. Um, very different sound when you've got the flat, like, like your traditional more kind of altered sharp nine- Flat 13. Ooh, that's so different. Just adding that one, which is obviously part of that same sound, though, right? Mm. But it is different. It is very very different. different. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Uh, So, some examples, please, of how to use the altered. How about this one? That's a little bit of a misdirection because that's not actually a five going to a one, as you know, right? Right, but wait, wait, so which one is it? Which one is it that he's? So all of that whole series, those are all kind of altered, dominant sounds, right? Right. Where you might use the altered scale to improvise over them. So there, those sharp eleven, or sorry, sharp nine things, yeah, but definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna, I was about to have to direct you to my award-winning I know, video. Don't I, f up. <laughs> believe me, I watched it, it no, before. <laughs> but here's here's one that you might not think of. Check this out. Um, yep. The bridge of this tune, or the B section of this tune, for a nice example of altered scales. Yes, or altered chords. Mm. 
right there. Mm. So that, this is, of course, Green Dolphin Street, key of E flat. That's Bill Evans. So there you could use Ooh. like a, a, a flat nine diminished yeah. thing, but he definitely is doing an altered yep. chord there. Yeah, that's yeah, a great yeah. one. That's good, good isn't good it? Good one. So altered can be really a, a way to, to go very dark on just a normal two five. Don't go dark on me, bro. No, I'll go dark. I'll go dark. <laughs> so uh, number six, we're almost done. Holy wow, God. we no. are rocking along in our seven levels of five seven chords. We're making it happen. Number six is Bam. suss it out. Suss it out. Suss it out. I have that going to a minor. Yeah, that could what's easily, up with go, don't go dark on me, bro. That could easily go to a, that should say ma- C major. That's just a bad chord change. That's my <laughs> You're fault. You're like I've got to go into a minor. <laughs> I had something else. That's my bad. That's my bad. Uh, but so this could be. But you see the notation there is actually. You don't know, but he's my brother. That's right. That's how you can remember that. Well, Michael check it McDonald. Out. I got. Ferguson. I got one for you. I got okay. one for you. Farm roots. roots. Yeah. Roy Hargrove. Mm. Sus chords abound. Yes. All about the sus. It's a beautiful dominant chord. And then maybe slipping in a little. Come on. Great over a pedal point. Man. Good. How about another example here from uh, Herbert Hancock? Five chord. So I, I, I was. You know what I always hear this as. What? I don't know about here it is or just conceptualize. Oof. It's really two tries. So you got uh, A over B, but that's the sus, right? The B sus. Yeah. Is that the one you were thinking of for this? Yeah. 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 And then E major seven, but I like to think about that as like a B over E. B over E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for the one chord, you mean? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's beautiful. A little triadic movement. Oh, man. So that's, that's so the sus. Optimistic the sus thing. has this very optimistic... Yeah. It's it's almost a not resolved resolution. Yeah. That's Gentle Thoughts from Secrets, Herbie Hancock, by <laughs> but, the way. And also, what you've got on there, like on the firm roots and stuff, like it works so well over a pedal, you know, Oof. even if you don't resolve, you're resolving the harmony, but you're not resolving the... The root, right? And then you can even combine it with some of these. You could go blue nine. You could go blue nine, exactly. And right. then, and then, go a little frigid. That's level two here. Oh, sorry. Of, no, that's the next seven levels because I there we could do a whole other. Here's how many dominant chords there are. We could do a whole other seven of these. Oh, I mean, it'd be like subset two, is what you're saying, dude? Come on, man. I know. Uh, okay, I have one more level. This is number seven. This, this is, is the one that's going to blow our minds. Hold up. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Okay, there we go. This is Bill's decadent diminished. You ready Bill's for this? Bill's 
decadent, diminished. Check this out. That one. This ah. one. So this is in the key of F, actually. So do you know what this, this dominant chord is? No. It's an F diminished oh, seven over, over C. Five. Yeah. Nice. So he has G minor seven. Oh, <laughs> I keep hearing that. How gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. How decadent. So here yeah. we have here, like if, if we we're going key of C, you could do like something like uh, C diminished seven. Mm-hmm. Which if you think about it, this makes total sense. We talk about not resolving to C, like yep. faking the resolution by going yep. to like C diminished, right? So we talk about... But throwing it over the actual five now. Yep. Right, delaying the resolution, but doing it over the five also makes sense, which I've never thought about. And this one works nicely gorgeous. too. Gorgeous. Over, it's gorgeous, but it works nicely too over a continued pedal point because you could be like... Oh, that sounds so good. And then maybe even a little bit of... uh, I love it, man. And then a little... No, so this is what I'm saying. (laughs) With... with, What key were you in? Key of G. G, So yeah. yeah, yeah. So like with what's new, instead of like some kind of D7, which is beautiful, you could do a G... Mm-hmm. Diminish seven over D over D. That's yep. pretty. That's very pretty. Ooh. Oh, that's 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 the Roystrums. So yeah, whatever that was. That was a couple weeks ago. Ooh, man. That's our seven levels of five seven. That's cool. Let's throw that last one up again and go back to this. Just make sure because this is the trickiest one. But the important thing about this too is to think about. Like you've got a again a B triad. What do you know about that? That's in there too. Yeah. It just kind of slides up nicely to a C major. That's why. That's why it works. That's why it works. Woo. These are cool. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, they really are cool. The hardest one. I'm gonna tell you what the hardest one is. To make sound good. Bam, that one. The average Amadeus. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. Trying to make the average. I mean, you can play that. That helps. No, but here's what I'm saying. So someone to listen to for on this, I think, is... Um, is uh, Richard T. These dominant seventh chords that, that Richard, Richard mm. pulls off on, like, still crazy after all these yep. years... Like learning them in these different inversions, in open voicings, in closed voicings. Yep. So beautiful, man. Great stuff. Great stuff. Me likey, me likey. Gorgeous. So high five. Let's go through them real quick. Yeah. Just for fun. Let's do a quick review. Average Average Amadeus, which is definitely the hardest one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right there. Oh, nice trill, right. Peter. Nice, nice trill. Was that a Morton or a trill? That's a that's a Juilliard trained trill. All right, and then we got the high five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the augmented fifth. 
Sometimes seventh, sometimes not. Right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. And then we got diminishing returns. This Bam. is just a nice flat nine sound. Yeah. 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 And then that you know a little bonus on these are those triads that we found. E triad yeah, over yeah. G. Yeah. 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 And then we got blue nine. Little, little cousin Mary. Little uh, blue train. Yep. Then we got kitchen sink. It's the altered scale, buddy. Then we got suss it up. Woo! Huh. Take well, you to high ridge. A little high ridge. Suss it out. Dopio high ridge. High ridge flooded. What? And Back. then. <laughs> I don't know what that means. High ridge can't be flooded. It's high on a ridge. Bro. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And then we've got Bill's decadent diminished, right? Yeah. Which is the just most beautiful thing ever. Great stuff, man. Yeah. Thank you for these, man. This was fun. It was fun. Thanks, yeah. everybody. That's the seven levels of five, seven chords. Like I said, we could do a whole other seven of these because there it gets. I left off the hipster cluster. I left off the old, uh, yeah, the old uh, minor five. There's a bunch oh, there's so that we many. could talk about. There's yeah. so many, yeah. but this is a great. This is a great. Now, folks, on the pod, as we say, the podcast. If you go, to, what should they go to? The YouTube version of this to get to pick up the PDF. You can pick up the oh, PDF on YouTube. It's also uh, linked here in the podcast itself. Oh, you, you don't even have to go to yeah, YouTube. You, know, so you can see good. it right here. You can see That's it right, right here. Yeah, yeah. Well, good. Well, we want to thank um, Open Studio. As always, for sponsoring us, for housing us, for paying for the electricity, the lights, the microphones, the bandwidth, as we say. Dang right. Um, and tune in again next week. Let us know. Hey, if you're enjoying this, you know what's something we haven't talked about in a while? What's that? Ratings and reviews. Oh, Do we still get those? No. We haven't been checking. You know what? We finally got so confident with ourselves that we, we don't, don't even look at it anymore. anymore. Yeah, so we, we might be getting a lot, but we could always Ooh. use more because that is the primary vehicle. Vehicle vehicular methodology for this thing to get shared the beautiful thing it's the best and the worst about podcasts is when people share it other people learn about it if you don't share people don't learn about it but if you give us a rating review on apple uh, podcast or wherever you're listening to this spotify or whatever it really helps put this in front of other people's ears all up in their ears to be able to hear about things like seven levels of five seven chords what would you think about that yeah. How many stars it. should they give us? Give us seven stars. Seven even though stars. it's impossible. You can't really it's do not, it. It's not impossible. Just, just go do it. We just haven't been trying enough. Just we haven't been trying hard enough. Figure it out. If we can do seven levels of five, seven chords, they can give us seven levels of stars. But give whatever you want. Rating review, we'd love to have it. And yeah, yeah. Uh, till tomorrow, or next week, rather. <laughs> You'll hear it. <laughs>